Ascot Racing Carnival is going out with a bang. Celebrate 2024 with us on Tab Touch Perth Cup Day, WA's most iconic New Year's Day party. Expect epic entertainment, fabulous fashion and heart racing action. Monday, January 1st at Ascot Racecourse. Come and feel the rush. Early bird tickets from $30. Visit perthracing.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambling Help on 1800 858 858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Hello punters, welcome to episode 174 of the 1-1, your Perth Racing Podcast. I'm BJ Ryan and alongside me is the always smiling, the always <laughs> positive Perth racing guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. How are we? I'm outstanding. Outstanding today. Overlooking Ascot Racecourse alongside you and, of course, our man, Tommy Johnson. Welcome back to the show, Tommy. Thank you very much. Uh, the punters have spoken. They have spoken. And, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm back <laughs> by unpopular demand. Uh, so. so, all week. Tom. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all week. On radio, newspaper, social media, where were you when the miracle on turf happened? Ollie, gold, 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 last Saturday at Ascot. Where were you, Terry? Uh, I, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm very, very disappointed I wasn't here. Where were you, though? I'm not sure. Uh, I was farting on we're doing couch. a couch. We're doing a, this is roundtable council uh, okay, session. Where were you? Farting on my couch. Big uh, big golf day the prior day. We, um, yeah, too many, too many beers with Brad and a few other guys. At a charity golf day, and um, I woke up Saturday morning and felt like I'd been hit by about 900 trucks. So I said, Oh, he's not going to ride the last three today. I actually said that out loud. Mm. I didn't actually say that out loud. Um, and I watched it from my couch. Tom? I was making a living in the middle of nowhere. Where? Sit the scene. Where were you? I was in Tom Price. <laughs> named after you. Kicking red dirt, <laughs> just licking my wounds when I watched the great man cross the line. Uh, Wounds or elbow? Or <laughs> shoulder. Shoulder, sorry. <laughs> um, and Can you lick your elbow? <laughs> nah, I Give can't. it a go afterwards. Nah, I'm right. Um, yeah, and despite a tough day from a personal point of view, couldn't help but feel somewhat excited, jubilated mm. by by the scenes. Yeah. It was it honestly was, without being somewhat strange, it was <laughs> rather emotional from a racing perspective, like just it just had everything. Like it just felt perfect. Like it was the perfect ending to but, what possibly could have happened. It's like watching a movie. Yeah, it? honestly, it was, a, it was a sports movie. Yeah, uh, I was at a wedding at, in, at the Sandalford Estate in the Swan Valley, um, and uh, so similar to Tom Price. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've just been thinking during the week of all the moments of a lifetime in racing that I've accumulated over, you know, like 40 years or whatever, just moments in time of, of uh, accumulated WA racing moments. And I've missed the greatest moment in WA racing history. It's quite incredible. That wasn't a trumpet, by the way. That oh, was, no, that, I decided that, to go with one anyway. That was it's a rarity I get to use buttons. <laughs> I, just, I saw a minor opportunity, so I decided to take it. I just can't. I, I just can't believe that it happened. It's just wild stuff. And we spoke about it on the show last week. If there's anyone who's got 
you know, some sort of higher power overlooking him, writing writing the script. It's Damien Oliver, and it just played out. It could it couldn't have played out any better. Um, and for everyone who was here, I think there was eight or seven or eight thousand people on course. Uh, for anyone who was here, you got to exp- uh, at Ascot, who got to experience it. Like uh, it's just something that no one will ever forget. I know my dad was was here front and center, and you know I, I reckon it was probably one of the the greatest moments of his life, really. And um, and how I know this is because he hasn't stopped sending me WhatsApps all week from every Damien Oliver related content across all social media. Are they, cap- are they media. capital letters or are they? Yeah, I'm like, Dad, I get it, mate. I wasn't there, all right? So yeah. <laughs> But for, for, to see, you know, what I what I will say though is from someone who wasn't here, the coverage on Sky Central, the coverage like that was peak Twitter on Saturday as well. The coverage on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, Sky and on on whatever across the the pre the pre miracle on turf and everything that happened post, like I felt I still felt a part of it even though I wasn't physically on course. Like they covered it so well and. Uh, to, to go from day one of the Pinnacles where we had to move a rail, abandon a race, like it was a pretty shaky start, to day five finishing in that fashion, like even that in itself is, is quite remarkable, Terry. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely anything. I, it's a rarity. I'll cheer for a horse that uh, I haven't got any money on. In fact, it's not a rarity. It just doesn't happen at all. So, mm. but um, yeah, I was telling you guys off air before. I can I could tell at about the two hundred before Darren spotted Mutamek. I was like, hang on, this is going to win. Mm. I thought like, this is this is travelling. And um, yeah, like the only the only disappointing part is is the few people, and I know that social media gives a voice to everybody. Is a few people that think, and I just want to just want to discuss this very quickly. Is a few people that think, oh, that was all set up for Ollie. That was all blah blah blah. You don't. Put a, if you're setting up a race, you don't put a horse full back the fence. That's, that's not that's not how a setup race works. Jesus Christ! Like I'm a I'm a tinfoil hat man sometimes. Not as not as much as our mate McGinnity. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a tinfoil hat, but uh, it was uh, yeah, that was just simply incredible. The bravery and the ride, like you could have been forgiven. I don't know whether I, I don't know if he's been interviewed during the week and asked if that was his plan because the best lanes I thought considerably were the ones closer to the fence. Mm. And I think if he looks for a three wide line, gets into it, he doesn't win the race. Exactly. So yep. the safe way for him to go out was to find a three-wide line, flash home late, new beauty. And if he comes through, gets held up like that, I still think the celebration is going to be wonderful after the last and it wouldn't have changed a lot. But the bravery in your last ride, and maybe that's why he had the bravery because it was his last ride. And, and also, because of the momentum and the confidence he'd built yeah. in those previous two races. But – like that was that was a ride, and I'd I'd said this earlier in the carnival. I didn't think Oliver was. I I thought he was not at his best. Um, I, I which is understandable for uh, as you're getting on your career. But to to go and uh, that type of ride, that is a William Pike at his peak special. That's a Damien Oliver at his peak special. Like that's just it's a surreal way to end. That you can have a divine belief win. You can have. Um, I guess they all had something different. Like mm. Magnificent Andy was in the moving line, but to go back in traffic for the fence, like that's just just the racing aspect of it to me is what got me completely. Like, yeah, I let out just a sound on the. I don't even know what sound came out of me on the couch, but mm. yeah, I um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was grinning ear to ear. Like it was anything for, and also for the for WA racing for racing in general. Uh, it's such a huge moment. Um, Cutting, cutting through into the mainstream. Also, like the magic, like where you won't find three bigger WA racing nuffies than us, really. But it's to, to, for, for a moment like that, 
to hit home and be appreciated like across the across sport the, the sporting landscape just it's it's quite it's actually a moment in time for australia really like in it um like probably the greatest ever jockey um in a racing mad country with a rich history to go out like that at ascot Racecourse. like that's just priceless for what for what we're trying to achieve here and promote the stars of our game and and this how special racing can be at its peak well i i don't know i'm i'm quite young and quite new in the game in yeah, comparison to youth trumpet do you think to some <laughs> um aging <laughs> but in my short time in racing i can't really think of many opportunities where wa racing has been able to be a centerpiece of such a massive event on a positive scale mm. like you're just not afforded that opportunity like um, the railway is massive in wa and that's reality is that's pretty much where it ends is like it's a wa race and that's that's what it'll be and that's fine but like this ollie finishing up here and winning like that is a like that's big to australian racing which is just so so rare yeah it's 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 now it's a it's part of the australian history in general isn't it do you know what i mean like that'll be replayed it's crazy it's like you know, it's, there's no point. We should actually probably shouldn't race this week because we can't get any better. It can't. It's yeah. you're right, Terry. It yeah. can't get any better. Than no, that. Just, just, and it up. happened right here at Ascot Racecourse, and and we were all we here. here. <laughs> and I knew we were. I knew we were in trouble, and I knew my um. I knew we were in trouble when Brittany's written an ode to it. Do you reckon Brittany ever write an ode to the one one? Surely that's next. But uh, her ode to Ollie was incredible, and again, that's another postscript. Just how it's just flooded. The, the various social media aspects. It's what that is worth for racing is um, is yeah you couldn't put a price on it. So congratulations to everyone involved. I know Perth Racing. Uh, I dropped in the club on Friday. Um, spoke to Claire Halliday, uh, and she explained to me how they did like a basically all of staff um, dress rehearsal for the pre the pre-race um, parade that they had to do for uh, for Ollie leading into the gold rush. Everything had to be timed out, music, everyone had to be standing in their position. So it was a well-rehearsed, well-thought-out uh, production. And from what I've been told, it, it went off without a hitch and gave the GOAT um, the greatest send-off he could possibly hope for. And and he he uh, played his part in it, no end as well. Mm. So special, special day. But shout-out to... Uh, Flemington trainer Nick Ryan, who was an outstanding young jockey in his own right, he was a premiership-winning apprentice in Melbourne, uh, and he looked like he was going to be anything before weight um, restricted his time in the saddle. And now he's an up-and-coming, up-and-coming Melbourne-based trainer. And Aaron Mitchell, WA's own Aaron Mitchell, he um, himself, a former jockey, Karakata Plate-winning jockey, and he uh, he brought he's been living in Melbourne working for Nick Ryan for a few years now. Him and his partner brought Munamek over. They've been here for over a month and uh, set set the horse for the Gold Rush, the Damien Oliver Gold Rush, and it duly saluted. So hats off to Nick Ryan, his team, but Aaron Mitchell especially did all the heavy lifting here in Perth and got the horse to peak on the day. And yeah, fantastic achievement all round. The of the beaten brigade. I mean, the three year Rip Crawford, He was just outstanding. Um, the only thing about uh, the run of the race besides Mutamek was about, uh, 
Baja Valeroad, I was going to say, because yeah. oh, that's yeah. that's not its style of racing. Like, obviously, a bit stiff to – it's not a horse that misses a kick or no, it's a very prof- – he's a professional. The um, the new Stewart's vision on yeah. Chris tells the story. It's mm. – uh, yeah, he sort of just lunged forward and then as, was he was coming, as he was coming back, the gates released and it, Chris Parnham had to go back, take his medicine and basically Munamek took the run that he needed. Yeah, there was one yep. run to get through, and Munamek took it. So. Even yeah, would have been an amazing ever to see Valorode to come from here last and run that type of race. What are they going to do with Valorode now? You'd think while he's fit and happy, is there a way for age races around Australia in the next month or two? Is there is there something suitable anywhere around Australia? Because I'd be getting that horse on a plane. Magic Moons, Gold Coast, there a race for him there? Not sure. Yeah, well. Um, it's a magic, magic moon's horse. Yeah. Whether or not, I don't know how it works over there. I think if you, you have, have to be, be nominated in advance. Yeah, and sure. I, I don't know if you have to be bought over in Gold Coast or not at that sale. Mm. Not sure exactly how it works because I get the feeling you can't buy a horse in Gold Coast and race in the Perth Magic Moon. Yeah, if you paid up, you paid up. Oh, you can. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So that might. I don't know if it, there's a race for him there or not. Yeah. I just pretty much think he needs to race again now. I understand, Simon, they'll probably look to save him for the Winter Series and come back for the Belmont Sprint and the Hyperion and the Strickland. Oh, not the Hyperion and the Strickland. Maybe the Strickland. Maybe yeah. the Hyperion, yeah. not the Strickland. Belmont Sprint. Uh, Roma Cup and, and those blah, blah, blah. But, oh, God, I just think when a horse is going that well, a bit later in his career, you figured out that he likes to go off the freshen. Um, geez, I'd, I wouldn't be afraid to get him on a plane. He's won at Adelaide. He has. In yep. the past. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I'd be. He won a lead up to the. Just an he won a lead up to the Goodwood. I'm yep. pretty sure. And then he ran fifth or sixth in the Goodwood. And I think Aaron Mitchell might have ridden him that day. Yeah, Luke, Luke Curry. I'm pretty sure won on him or something like that. Uh, no, yeah. he rode the Philly, didn't he? Who's the Amelia Park Philly racing yeah. the same day? Mm-hmm. He um, that was Luke Curry on that. Yeah, I'll check that out. He, but yeah, Valerie Mighty. I tell you what, Bustler, that was an incredible performance from him. Mm. Um, Wait for hours. I, snatch, I had snatched had fourth from Red came in right on the line. Pont, just keep keep him going right to the line. Um, but, <laughs> hang on. but I tell you is what. There a, hang on, is there a salt shaker? Of <laughs> a salt shaker sound? <laughs> Put one in, Jen. Um, but Bustler, to me, is screaming all-star mile. The new, all, new format all-star mile uh, in Melbourne. If he can get a wild card into that, he's he can win that. He's he's gone to another level. Awesome, uh, awesome progression. Railway stakes uh, into the Northern League, coming back a week later. Like his versatility, he can. He sat sixth, seventh in a railway. He was last the other day. Like his tactical versatility, distance versatility, quality. Uh, he can go to Melbourne and, and win good races, Bustler. So, horse on the way up. Anything further, Dad? No, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. I think. Yeah. It's- Flying. I, th- I still think he's a 1,400 metre. I think that's his pet distance. Um, Jeez, after the way he hit the line, um, it's hard to argue, isn't it? The mile would have been the reason he won the railway, uh, obviously the softer run and the fact he carried the 53. That makes it a lot yeah. easier. And People will point to that railway as his um, potential, um, potentially his pet trip, but I do think weight is huge for a horse of that nature. The thing that surprised me with Buster is I didn't think he had the turn of foot with the weight. Mm. I thought it was essential that he carried the light weight to show that turn of foot. So, um, yeah, I think you bang on. What's the new format for the All-Star Mile? Oh, they have, they have I think, seven or eight, something like that, six, seven or eight winning you in races spread across Australia and New Zealand. Oh, uh, the railway's one of them? No, but they have a wild card system where a committee gets together and selects the okay. the field and, uh, you know, Bustler should be putting up his hand, you know, for that, the for issue, that type of race. The issue we face is now just with our carnival is a pretty quick turnaround. Mm. So 
because what's it's usually in March, isn't it? Yep. So what's that? You're now working three months time, mm-hmm. pretty much. It's a it's a big ask to Some like how long magic. do you give him off to? You want to give him a run or two even leading yeah. up to that. Yeah. Um, I'm not a trainer, so I would have no idea how how you'd do that. But well, it's either um, it's either travel in to Melbourne, or he just has to do the you know. Belmont Sprint, Hyperion, Strickland type thing in the winter. Yeah. He's done that already. He doesn't need to do. He's say, better than that. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the other feature of the day was clash between Craig Williams and Damien Lane. Correct. Uh, in, uh, yeah, a, it was small field, no leader. It was always promised to be a tactical uh, affair, and that's exactly how it played out with Damien Lane, Michael Lane, and uh, saluting in the Starstruck Classic there with Rusty Dreams. Tommy? Yeah, that's one of – the better rides I think I've seen. Um, just purely from a – there was only one way it was winning that race and it was doing exactly that. And to have the horse to its own detriment knowing that you're not going to produce the best performance out of your horse it can possibly produce but cost another horse the potential to beat mm-hmm. you is just anything. Mm-hmm. And to do it like the horse was travelling – looked perfect time to pull out and he's almost like gone to pull out and gone, nah, I can't and cost the horse. It's almost like misstriding in doing it and just held it in for that extra 100 metres and then goes and gets that length and a half gap on it. It was just anything. It was such a good ride. Yeah, that's the ride of the carnival, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard to top Muna, man. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was aided yeah, by younger lass being slow away and just, just allowed him to be able to push – uh, Craig Williams was super smink to the fence and that was key. But uh, was there anything, do you think there was anything Williams could have done differently to- No, to I think he just got outridden. I think sometimes we look at it too deeply. I think he'll be harsh on himself after the race, but yeah. uh, no, the best horse ran second. But the best ride won the race. And that's, yeah. that's racing. That's horse racing. That's why I think we, we priced the race as we did. I think everyone was slightly slight favourite Super Smink, but they knew that things could get funny and there isn't huge amounts between them, but um, I wouldn't be- um, I wouldn't feel bad as a Smink owner or connection because I still think it went huge. It just yeah, she swapped good. the rides and it probably wins by two links. Yeah. In the goal rush to him. Oh, in the- <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> <Do you> that. <laughs> That's funny. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Um, yeah, so Smink will head out, head out to the paddock and uh, Morton Racing obviously have a slot in the quokka. Whether it's Smink or whether she gets any offers from elsewhere, uh, we'll see what happens there. But she'll be heading to Quokka uh, in April 20, that is. So, again, that's a quick turnaround. She'll be out and out and back um, to try to, to get her into that type of race. So, that I suppose all our post-Perth Cup, that's where our attention goes into who gets into the Quokka, who's coming, who's going, all that sort of stuff. So, well, we've got all that to look forward, forward to. But... First and foremost, we've got a Van Hemp Stakes Day to preview, so let's take a break. And when we return, it's Terry, Tommy and BJ, and we're tackling the TED Day. Looking for a hot tip? Membership at Perth Racing is your best bet of the day. Five days of the pinnacles, Perth Cup Day, Quokka Day, exclusive access. Can't go wrong. So, you know what to do. Get in the queue. PerthRacing.com.au Okay, it's time to partner with Perth Racing and preview Van Hemp's Stakes Day, run in conjunction with the Westspeed Platinum Race Day. So Westspeed Platinum is a fantastic, you know, breeding incentive scheme over here in Western Australia. And uh, yeah, so 
um, provides additional earning opportunities for qualified thoroughbreds and ensures that breeding, owning and racing a West Speed horse in WA is one of the best value for money horse ownership opportunities in the country. So um, we have basically, other than the Van Hempst, every other, all the other eight races are for West Speed Platinum horses only. I think this is the third time this meeting has been conducted and it's growing, going from strength to strength year in, year out. So um, we'll get stuck into the preview shortly. But before we do, what do we need to stay tuned for guru ah uh, we need to stay tuned for info info there's no r in info info uh throughout the show uh, on how we can enter the market city meets get out stakes competition uh and we have uh we have rooney we have wayne mm. uh, we have big wayne rooney taking on uh chris parnham who's low flying at the moment mm. both in the saddle and more importantly in the mastermind competition uh in the mundaring hotels mastermind competition four straight chris parnham is attempting so he's edging his way closer and closer to the mundaring hotels racing mastermind hall of fame okay it's now time for the ascot track report brought to you by witten's irrigation and design whether it's racetrack residential or commercial water wisely with witten's what are we thinking this uh saturday tommy uh so it's at the five meters which in my opinion, arguably the fairest pad we have. Um, I think the last meeting there was on the twenty fourth of October, or it was, I think it was the last weekend, the last Saturday in October. Um, it raced pretty fair that day. When it races at four, best pad seems to be about pretty much one off or two off. So, um, I think it'll play pretty fair. Wind seemed to be southerlies, um, so that'll be interesting to see how it plays in terms of rail with that wind pushing across. Um, but, yeah, I think we can account for quite a fair track on Saturday. What do you make, Thomas Johnston, of the um, the rail only going out one metre? We rarely see Saturday to Saturday going out one. It's usually two, maybe three metres. Uh, I think with the how warm it's been, the track's quite firm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think, Yeah, it got upgraded. I don't think it's chopping out as badly as it normally would okay. um so i think that theory would just be along the lines of there's no need to push out two meters if that inside pad's completely fine yeah i wonder what they're going to go to for perth cup day if it's at five on maybe the plan to go to seven potentially yeah, maybe can they have a 16 horse field from seven yeah i think so yeah 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 that's good uh it's going to be hot this week though isn't it? i think we've got 37 predicted today and mm. mid to low 30s until sun cream weather. yeah 16 yeah. degrees of sun cream weather in all fairness <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the track is it could end up a good three again on on saturday just the way that the the temperatures are tracking so um but yeah five meters usually a fair deck and um the thing with this day is, is the fields are sort of numbers wise aren't too bad other than the feature so you know numbers can create tempo so hopefully that leads to some uh some horses getting their opportunities so race one we kick off with the Own the Dream Maiden, this is for uh, it's a fifty thousand dollar maiden over the fourteen hundred meters. I thought Watch Me Rock was pretty good first up. Basically, three four wide, no cover the entire. Um, still boxed on into second there on debut at Pinjara. Playing Rio went under a very short quote in Albany, but um, has the consistency prior to that, and its lead up trial was pretty good. So it comes up. Drawn well in four. There's a couple of others putting their hand up for a case. I, th- I didn't mind. The, I haven't minded the trials of first starter own the queen, but she's going to be jumping from a wide draw on debut. Tommy, thoughts on the maiden to kick things off? 
Yeah, I was pretty keen on Watch Me Rock. Um, as Watch you me s- whip, whip. Watch <laughs> me. Um, and yeah, as you said, three f- or four wide pretty much the entire yep. last start and went down to just Story Bell who's was knocking on the door of winning a maiden. Um, now draws better, finds a race with what looks like a decent amount of tempo, especially with um, the big field. Expect them to run along at a decent clip. Mm. Um, so I'm half expecting midfield here to be the place to be um, with cover. And he's drawn kind of mid-pack, so he should be able to find his way um, off the fence and rolling into it. Um, 240 is probably a little bit skinny. Yeah, it's got in, isn't um, it? It's been backed in mm. this morning. Um, the other one Surprising. I didn't mind was Alaskan um, at that price. I, I had a second pick um, and it's come up $15 now with Brad Bet. Um, I was... I've lost my prices. I was about nine dollars Alaskan. I was quite sure watching Rocket at two seventy. So, um, there I think it'll be a Ridgeport, uh, Quinella in the race personally. So that's that's the way I'll lean at the minute. I'd love to see a little drift on Watch Me Rock to get involved. Take the count price. Yeah, take the count price. But horses don't sit forward deep when like that. This loses the first. I'm going home. I won't be here, but I'll like theoretically, <laughs> mentally, I'll be going home. So this is the only thing of the day that should, like, in my mind, just should just win. Like, so did you appreciate the purple three ten? Yeah, I took Brad three ten. Yeah. Um, no one else obviously did because I think he moved it on mine, and no one else came for it after that. But um, yeah, I was pretty keen to follow this wherever it went, uh, and I think Tommy's hit the nail on the head. There's good speed, but there's no like horses you like shit that could nick it that's nah, what you always worry nah. about in a maiden if something can go forward and uh find some trouble so i think you're just paying for a, a nice even bit of luck with the ride i think the middle draw suits if you look at its trial before that over 950 it didn't get out to the final hundred they were the so it, slow it's yeah, the slowest trial I've that's seen. what makes it even more impressive like mm. sometimes you look at trial times and you go no oh, not God, the time just how like in, how quick they oh, went yeah, to the corner yeah. like it was a genuine crawl just watch how it accelerated for pikey it was just really 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 impressive and that run first style like that's just and, and you it, don't do that. And that, that run first up was very uh, top end speedish. Yep. Like they went quick early, quick middle, and for it to stick on because just the Dorabelle come from yes. back and got got it's over a good the, horse swept over the top of them. But that was suited with the race shape. Whereas and this horse was wide working last on speed. As well. It wasn't like it was stopping on. Like Jeez, it, was it was big. Pulling away from the, the rise to fourteen. There is nothing about this. It just that doesn't make sense. Um, and the the thing is, Mitchie Pateman had one in that. Um, it's got big wraps on it. It's that three deep no cover the trip. This was four deep no cover the trip, and it beat it uncomfortably. It's like, I yeah, so. I, I think, think it's, it's a. Stronger it's maiden. On, uh, it's in on Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, this is a this is a, a weaker maiden, and uh, it's got race experience. And Barry Nine it loses Pikey, but Chris is riding well, so we'll back him in. And yeah, I'm a dollar ninety. I could have marked this a dollar fifty. I reckon. Yeah, I'm keen. Look yeah. for me. Search for me if this yeah. if it gets beaten. Yeah, just a little just a little text. Are you okay? So you might not be okay enough to ask me <laughs> if I'm okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah. so we're all keen on Watch Me Rock in the first. Good luck uh, to Own the Queen as well. A friend of mine uh, has a share in that horse. I thought the trials were absolutely elite. Yeah. Elite, elite, elite. Um, yeah, Kyle's got a share in that. Fixed my mother's car yesterday. She decided to play bumper cars with a few curbs. Um, but we might need to wait for it to draw a gate. Okay, yes, and also uh, – Group one, Greg Brown, Travis Murray, yes. Joe Pine. I think they're all, all mates. They're all going yeah. to the – yeah, they're all going to um, – to thinking. So, it's, in, it's, it's good timing because Own the Queen was the 
Uh, so Greg Brown and his mother had a team in the Own the Dream competition and they won it and the money they got uh, out of uh, or the voucher they got, they used to purchase Own the Queen. So it would be quite fitting if it won the Own the Dream maiden on debut. One last thing, just want to mention what's called the final bell, the first starter from the Luke Fernie yard, $180,000 yearling is from, uh, so the mother of course, is the dam of Mississippi Delta, Battle Emblem, and Elite Bell. So some serious pedigree there for the final bell. Not too, not sure what to make of the trials and is drawn wide for Luke Campbell on debut, but uh, expensive yielding and uh, with the pedigree. So just to watch there on the final bell. What Ra- if Luke, because I saw that, the only owner is LK. Yes. I wonder if he's just said, you know what? Mm. Things are going well at the moment. I might skip this one myself. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Maybe. If that's Maybe. the case, I hope it goes well for him. Race two is the TBWA, the Thoroughbred Breeders WA West Speed Platinum Plate for the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres. The current favourite is Sinful Living from the Dan and Ben Pierce stable. Uh, on debut, ran second with William Pike on board. Uh Looks like it's gonna going to roll forward as it has done in its trials and on race day. Street Band is coming back after uh, for a third run for the preparation. Did go back to the trials, 400-meter trials with some blinkers on. The blinkers are applied. So that's an interesting um, interesting uh, change there for Street Band when most probably thought we'd probably go for a spell. And West Star is $175,000 yearling uh, from Simon A. Miller with Chris Parnham on board. Trials have been good, looks green, but gifted. Has to jump from barrier nine though, Terry. Yeah, look, I don't like backing two-year-olds on Betfair because I think the market knows more than me, so we've got to play early and the ones I wanted to play have been absolutely walloped. So I'm, I'm not a lot disappointed about that now, to be honest with you, because I was guessing a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Brad went up high for Sinful Living. I didn't take that, unfortunately, which I wish I did now. Um, I think uh, I like race experience. I think that it'll jump. Should lead at worst breeze. Uh, Cop some pressure on debut. Thought it stuck on nicely. I thought Street Band had a chance to maybe take another half length off at late. Um, but in saying that, Street Band does get the shades on. Did go back to the trials Monday for a 400-meter hit out, and it looked real mature with those, trial, uh, with those shades on. So I think it can it can stalk them at, at the current prices. It's probably better value, yeah, um, than for living. But the thing is, I've liked the trial of cash flow. I've liked the time of the trial of West Star. Aesthetically, I wasn't as sure about it, and the fact it's jumping from the widest, it's an easy leave at that price. Um, and then I really thought Ant's Pants Baby and Noah Quilty, uh, Noah Quintilly, were both really good runs uh, in their trials as well. Very hard to line up. Um, market now looks very much like mine, so I'll. I'll just stay at this point in time. But I was hoping to back Sinful Living. But again, if, if it drifts, I don't want to be on. Right? Mm. That's the whole point. I, I trust the late betting moves more than my own mind. I can I can bet into an early market because I'm just taking on a trader. You know, I'm taking on an individual or multiple individuals. But if I'm betting late on Betfair, I'm taking on the market and I think the market will know more than me. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Uh, I mean, Sinful Living 310, West Star 340, Street Band with race experience, Gate for blinkers on it. Just looks value to me. Well, one more thing I'll say is I marked Street Band four twenty, and I thought I'm not going to see that. Like I actually thought, and that's always a thing. If you think that to yourself, I thought if I actually thought if I got four twenty, just save, just chop on it, and, and make sinful living a result. Like some reason I expected I'd see the better price about. Um, so yeah, I, I it does look value. Yes. Tommy, um, I didn't mark the race just purely because oh, I just found it too difficult. Um, it's a bit of guesswork, isn't it? It is a massive amount you're of putting, guesswork. 
you've got two different trials. You've got the race form of um, of Simple Living and Street Band, um, and then you've got the well, we got three different trials actually. Yeah, it just it was an easy like Street Band. I think I've said this last time. I say it again. I think Street Band will be one of the best two year olds we have come April, if it does hang around or go out and come back in that time. Um, I think it'll be a Karakata horse. Might not win it, but it'll be very, very close. I you think it'll be opinion. a Guineas horse? Uh, potentially. But I swear Snuggle um, yeah. produces speed. Speed, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a horse that is going to be a better 1,200-metre horse. Um, so, yeah, like 440 is probably good enough, but I'm just not going to – it's definitely not one I'll be looking to play early um, if I'm desperate come saturday so that's likely. it'll be the it'll be the one i probably back and even a horse like we try to pronounce it for what is it noah quintilly mm. um i didn't mind the trial of that again going to be better over further but um i thought it was professional enough late especially when it knuckled down so um yeah i'm not overly keen on anything in this race in particular yeah i, I like street band uh just just for the breeding buffs out there, Ants, Pants, Baby is a half to Eeyore Ways. Cash Flow, who I like quite like, actually like both their trials, Ants, Pants, Baby and Cash Flow. Mm. Uh, it's a half and a stable mate to Playing Games from Meryl Halia. And um, Overdrive is a playing god full to Lord Help Me Run, who was a very good horse in his day. You know so. it's funny with Overdrive? So we haven't even discussed that horse. It'll mm. go around whatever it's going to go around. It was really, I thought it, Travelled and looked really nice in its trial, and it beat the third horse by a fair margin. The horse that beat it home in the trial, we don't know how good it is. That yeah. could be a star, and it could have run into a real good one. And say that wasn't in the trial, it wins that trial by three. Instead of it being twenty five bucks here, it's, it's probably eight dollars. Mm. So yeah, it, it's very hard um, to bet into these races with confidence. Um, I, I just like to take flyers at the early prices on opinions. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I like Street Man in this. I think the four forty comparatively is value and I wouldn't I'll probably have something small on ants pants baby like the trials uh, Mitchell Pateman gets him gets him to run uh, I think it can sort of roll forward from that gate might be a, a silly price come come bounce down do you like the the name ants pants baby yeah yeah don't mind it it's good yeah it's got a bit of pizzazz about it doesn't it it does yeah. bit of, owned, um, owned by uh, JT Warwick Justin Warwick so um Pretty successful colours, those ones that it's going to be going around in. Any more to say on this one, Tommy? No, that's – I think I said it too much. All right. Race three is the Westbead Platinum Size Stakes for the three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Snippy Witch went into basically everyone in the nation's black book first up there two weeks ago over the 1,000 metres behind Final Siren. Um, the market's found it to uh, – this morning, currently 270. A um, couple others making appeal, leading Taddy on the quick backup after running into a couple of smart ones last Saturday. Snippy, which I guess the sticking point is map and one. Does this, uh, will this map work out for him on Saturday? Uh, yeah, potentially. Market's bang on here. This is a race I just don't like at all. Like, you can't, you can't really back Durant at the moment. Like the, the yard is just, and it's been so long. They're battling for, and it's they've got for me. I still like. I'm a very big Clint Johnston Porter fan. Obviously, I think he. They've got. They're very lucky that they signed him up early, and he's part of the yard, and he rides for them pretty much exclusively. Um, 
when well first choice i guess um but it, it's hard to come at one that's it's two dollars seventy from that yard at the minute so um i've got it a favorite uh leading taddy's second favorite but again leading tarry's 1400 down to the 1200 i'd love i'd love to them to come out with real intent with leading taddy and try and lead with the shades on but it hasn't actually stepped all that well at its last couple so whether they have that in their mind i don't know um king cartel was okay but snippy witch was a better run last yep. start so it, it's very hard to come at king cartel with with snippy witch being probably a length like and a half better run rocket juice draws a gate that would have been me each way mm. probably but it hasn't so i can't consider it that price uh happy as larry fresh from a yard i don't really trust um it's capable of winning this definitely but Mm, not sure. Bonnie Rock, where does it get to? It was pretty plain last start, I thought, and the others. Tough to have. Um, song story, BJ? You're looking at me. I reckon it's-, it's, it's This is a bad it, race. This is a bad this race. This is a bad race. And it's drawn three, McGrady on I board. might be an owner here, I reckon. I yeah. might just enjoy being an owner. I reckon he's going to- It's going to get a chance. He's going to get his chance. You're going to sing from the rafters? Oh, yeah. You're going to read the book? If this salute The book of hymns? Yeah. Uh, song story, uh, our own the Dream Syndicate is- is a shareholder in. Uh, it's been racing pretty well down in Albany for uh, old SJ Wolf there and drawn three, McGrady on board. I think he's going to go around a silly price in the average field, I think. Tom? I'm King Cartel favourite. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought first up unsuited at 1,000, as was Snippy Witch. So it's hard to, from that point of view, go, oh, that's why it wasn't as good a run. Um, but I think that lasts, in particular, 50 metres, but even 100. I feel like they kind of levelled out. And if you look past the line, like King Cartel, it's annoying because the camera on the normal views flips to the crowd. But King Cartel's got it covered past the line. Like it finds another gear. I think the map suits a whole lot better here. Do you reckon King Cartel leads? No. It could have led the other day. Like it- I don't think it does. I think in their mind it's better Not with leading. cover yeah. and just being able to come out and get it, have a crack at them instead mm. of having to tow them up. Because um, like if you look back at last prep, so when it won that um, – Won the 1200 meter race at Belmont. It did exactly that. So it towed them up, peeled off their back, and then like kind of leveled out with them for 100 meters and then just trucked past them. Mm-hmm. And then the next start, it let them up or sat in the breeze. Mm-hmm. And then it's like tried to do that and had a lot of good men come off its back um, and go past it. So I think in their mind, they're happy to sit here, especially drawing well mm-hmm. where your hand's not forced. You can kind of let the speed come out and naturally form itself and you, um, you tow it. So I was. What price? I was three seventy King Cartel, um, and that's that's the way I'll be heading here. I'm yeah, reasonably bet. confident that that's, it's the winner. You know what that is, BJ? That's good form. Mm. That's very good, confident uh, form. I wrote that exact same note. Is late was King Cartel going with um, Snippy Witch? I actually made that exact same note. So, and if you look at the improvement last campaign, it was well thought of. Um, King Cartel, yeah. and then uh, second up, it, it came out and got the job done at, at quite a big price over more special, who would be probably very hard to beat in, in this type of field. So. Rotary was third, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. It was very, a bad very race. good form reference. Very good form reference. So, um, yeah, either picking up what you're putting down there, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, especially with Snippy Witch at 270, just. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't be on that. Uh, if it draws, you're not going to be on the Snippy Witch Super Session double, double. at eight bucks or something. <laughs> it's due. It's due. Jeez. Uh, and even lead, leading Taddy at three seventy, I, I don't think I need mm. to get in, involved in that. So, King Cartel, uh, Spec Song Story, Rocket Juice. I, I really like the way he hit the line the other day. Uh, Stevie this P. This is one hundred twenty-five k race. Yeah, shit, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stevie, and, Stevie and Neville are just Christmas is coming early for one of those. Stevie and Neville are just killing us. So. 
Uh, no surprise there, but yeah, I'm with you, Tommy. I think I actually thought that could be really positive, but if they don't, if they if they land say one one, that kind of leaves Snippy Witch three back the fence. Uh, kind of need a bit to go right from there. Um, King Cartel rolling on the corner, pinches a break. It's going to um, Snippy Witch is going to have to get busy late to run it down. So yeah, um, I think the map is against and the price is against Snippy Witch at the moment. So. We sometimes sit down and Saint Crips says often when we do the podcast, and you like to learn things as you go, mm. or sort of I don't know, maybe have an opinion reinforced or whatnot. And that's that's my moment. It's my shining moment. I'm with Tommy. Yeah, I guess I you've, stand you've with Tommy. You've, I you've, already logged in, you've already logged in, knocked off his price. Mate, tools. I have no I actually think <laughs> I don't know who the money's going to come for. That's the problem, me saying this. But geez, it was a drift a big time last uh last campaign second up. So I'm not sure if the 550 is peak price. I I'm had not starting seven dollars. Yeah, so. I just can't see where the money comes though. Who's Lean gonna tatty. I think yeah. the money. Will, I think it'll be rolled. Off seven I think, days. I think the money yep. will come for leading tone. No, I can. I see think that like too. Rocket Juice will even be supported despite yep. the bad barrier. Yep. I would probably hold firm around that eight dollars because that's probably as short as it can be. But like, you can't have every horse starting short here. Like the market's got to move somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think if leading Taddy starts around three twenty ish, and Snippy Witch, I think will start around three. I think they'll be close to equal favourites come start time. Um, I think it's likely we see seven dollars for King Cartel. Giddy up. In and out. This is good. I like this. Mm. This is good form. Quality. Is there a good form emoji or what do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? Correct. Give him the correct one. Yeah, well done. Good work, Tommy. Oh, there's a winner one. Yeah. Oh, we should use we that. We can't use yeah. it. It's too late. Too- yeah. that, that, that'd be like the early crow though, wouldn't it? Oh, wouldn't for sure. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Uh, it doesn't matter if he loses. He's just done good form. Yeah. He's already won. Yeah. 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 And he hasn't put a bet down yet. Yeah. No. Doesn't need to. Yeah. Why? Doesn't need to. <laughs> He's just spoken well. <laughs> Race four is the West Speed Platinum Mile, 1,600 metres. This uh, got scaled to – it's actually a 63-plus. So, not on smile. Blinkers on, seven-day backup. Three wide, no cover the entire last Saturday and kept coming to the line. Uh, looks hard, hard to, a race of hard luck, isn't oof, it? Looks hard to beat from the low draw. Black Spirit was pretty brave, I thought. It's on the quick backup as well. Megami comes out of the same race and – Plays with fire. Pike special to win the West Speed final a couple of weeks ago is going to need plenty to go right from gate 12. Gents. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty keen to take on the West Speed form. I just don't know if it's very good. They're all finishing alongside each other and there's some pretty ordinary ones in there. So, um, geez, that takes out quite a few of them. Forever Dreaming, Civvy Street, Climb on Top. Here for checks, especially from the gate, plays with fire or significantly longer than that. So that takes out half the field and half the market as well, which is is pretty easy. Um yeah, I'm I'm I reckon that the three I want to focus on, Megami's probably on or below my price now. So off seven days I do like it, but it's a hard horse to handle. You want I'm surprised Chris has actually jumped off to ride uh plays with fire. I think Megami's a significantly better chance. Um, but the two, that makes sense. Nod and Smile, as you mentioned earlier, Blinkers on. The key here is because you've got Royal Gap mm. here for checks and uh, Black Spirit drawing outside Yeah, The key here is to go in with real intent, I think. Um, let's lead this race. Let's let's use our barrier. Let's hold the top. I think that Royal Gap and here for checks will both look for spots if there's enough intent from Black Spirit and, and Nod and Smile. But you know that Kesh is going to come out with proper intent on Black Spirit. So to hold the top, you're going to have to have proper intent um, and then Kesh will say, okay, I'll, I'll accept the breeze. And yeah. that should leave a gap for probably Stevie to pop in with Royal Gap potentially behind him um, and Carberry might have to lead up the three-wide line on on here for checks. But 
Um, I'm worried. I'm worried that it gets crossed and, and that's not how it's going to do its best racing. But last time the blinkers went on, it won a race by nine lengths and came out and ran second behind Mahalia over 1,800 um, in a 66-plus, roughly 60-plus. So it, it looks ready, points, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. Look exactly right. Looks looks very ready. So, um, yeah, I think Nod and Smile is hard to beat. And I think the biggest danger, if, if it does get crossed and they all start um, – they all start going up and down to the one spot late. Is Lord Gannicus. Um, it's 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 flying at the moment. Lord Gannicus hasn't copped any luck uh, with the barrier draw or finding tracks where you can make any ground. Um, it's actually got the capabilities of jumping and landing really close. I think it can land one one or two one here. Uh, Rachel King's obviously a, a big name jock. We saw Williams, Oliver, and. Lane all win last week, so we're saying the. I think they won uh, six of the nine races. Yep. Or so we're saying the the interstate has come across and and go extremely well, especially in the absence of William Pike. He's too busy doing roaming, roaming Willie. <laughs> oh, roaming Willie! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Couple of awkward moments in roaming Willie. But actually, I, I didn't mind it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, roaming Willie. Yeah. yeah. Usually get in trouble for roaming yeah. Willie. <laughs> 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 yeah. Roaming Willie, um, that's yeah. great. You can't yeah. get away with roaming Willie usually. <laughs> um, but they're the two I, I really want to focus on. I was $3.80 on Smile and about 5 bucks, Lord Gannicus. So very happy to Dutch that pair, just win only and see how we go. I like Nod and Smile. Uh, and I believe that you'll see sharp improvement with McGrady going on Export Man. Uh, Alan Kennedy rode him, started favourite uh, first up at Albany the other day, and he can be a very casual horse. And I think that, and I think casual horse and a casual jockey, and I think that they sort of paired up to sort of dawdle out the gates and get a long way out of, out of their ground. But Sean back on, he knows him, knows him inside out. Uh, this grade, Export Man's form last last prep was against better horses than this, so he's going to go around at a big price. And I think I think he can he can run. Top three at odds. So I think not and smile is the go. I think you win, but don't be surprised if the export man, man exceeds expectations. They will make not and smile as if money is going out of fashion, I reckon. Mm. I tend to agree. I'm not on not and smile. I was six dollars eighty. Mm-hmm. Um so the move that's come the smile is it a move or was it just the markets? Which one for? Not and smile. Open seven fifty. Open seven fifty with Brian, uh, well, but wherever yeah, everywhere else. Everywhere else, I think on about five fifty. So yeah, okay. it's a little move, but not as significant as that. Yeah. So I was Black Spirit, equal favourite with Lord Gannicus. Um, just I thought, yeah. Again, you, I think you summarised it perfectly that that West Speed form is just not the same, anywhere near the same as what that Let's Steal, Billy Ray form will be, um, and any of the other ratings form. Um, I was eighteen dollars plays with fire, and I, I thought I was. 13. I thought I was fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. You I are just, fair, Tom. I th- yeah, I think Black Spirit jumped extremely well last start. It did. It did. I like, don't think it's began like that for a while. That's it? that's genuinely pinged. Tell you what, what, Cash is a real good apprentice at getting horses, and he shows real good intent. He yeah. goes in there with the mindset like I lead, like, and yeah, and he just goes bang. Which is what I think he'll do here. Not in small is not a a big jumper. And then, like, just naturally find the front. So I went back and did. So I'm just gonna. I did all of its replays right and watched the first. And when it had the blinkers applied for the first time, it jumped real well. Second so I'm hoping that's okay though. Yeah. So I'm hoping that sharpens um, sharpens him up with the right intent. But yes, I do agree with that. Yes, that's that's my concern, BJ. Because like, if you look at the 1800, that next start. Yeah, I knew I was drawn wide, but if you I reckon if you saw the head-on footage, it's jumped genuinely midfield. 
but it was just lucky it's had that wide gate where it could fully ping out and come around him. But as BJ so, just said as well, Black Spirit doesn't usually jump that well. So is it always so its last jump? Are we going to look at that and go, this is going to continue to happen? Or are we going to say, well, that was just the fact that it has just timed it to a T and mm. gone bang? Um, yeah. Is that going to continue to occur? That's the, oh, yeah. that's the question. But that's that's definitely my – if Black Spirit wasn't in this race, the uh, confidence levels for Nod and Smile would be through the roof. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I'm, like those three are quite – Quite clear in my mind. Even Megami's like right there. I'm at the high high nines, but compared to the rest, that's right in my market. Um, so that's kind of the way I'll go. Uh, especially like it'd be good to get a, a read in the first three races on how this track is playing. Um, if it does look completely fair, you can bet with confidence. I think, especially if they're leading from the front. Um, I expect Black Spirit and Not and Small to be giving a good kick. Um, just at the price differential, I think Black Spirits. Uh, Good each way, or not even each way, just just a good win bet at seven fifty eight dollars. I think okay. there's an easterly, isn't there? Southerly, when I looked, yes, easterly, southeasterly. Yeah, so I think it's definitely safer to allow for the on-speed goer. That's for sure. But if it is playing that particular way with four pretty quick horses in the race, there'll even be more intent. Well, there should be more intent. So should be, yeah. All right, let's take a break. Because, Terry, Tommy, it is mastermind time. BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, the land of younger lass located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you get a chance, make sure you drop in and see the public and enjoy this hot weather out on Butchie's Big deck. That's Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know that you listened to the one one, of course. And uh, after we uh, had to abort last Thursday's mastermind, mm. they're back. It's Chris Parnham versus Jay Rooney. Chris Parnham going for a fourth straight victory, having knocked off James Jimmy Stewart last start. So let's bring the fellas in. Welcome back, our current mastermind, Chris Parnham. Hello, Chris. Hey boys. How are you? Very well. You you won the ATA stakes yesterday by Queen Alina. Congratulations. And you'll be partnering her in the Perth Cup on New Year's Day? Yeah, thank you. Uh, at this stage, it will be, yeah. So looking forward to that. She's informed. So, yeah, hopefully we can add another cup. Yes. So is it just the one for you, Nerf Boss? Is that right? Yeah, just Nerf Boss, yeah. Nerf Boss, okay. So I guess that was a stirring battle down the oh, straight, wasn't it, BJ? Race. Nerf Boss can truly great. Yeah. Strive, strive. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> how much I had on truly great, I think, months in advance. Do you know the irony in that, Chris, is because you rode um, truly, great. truly great to win the – and that's the picture, I think, on yeah. their uh, WWA website. Uh, on, on Chris, you rode truly great to win the Northerly, yeah. which effectively gave it too much weight and I backed it for the Perth Cup pre-Northerly to win the Northerly. So, yeah, that's actually really good when you think about it. Just the So, you got a bone to pick with Chris? I got, yeah. I, got bones, <laughs> I got bones to pick with everyone. So, yeah, I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a bone picker. I was picker. thinking of you at the 100, but I knew you were on all at the future. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Chris lifted it over the line. That's a, uh, tough and a big smile on his best. face too. Every time I see Peter Hall in the Manting Yard, yeah. he always uh, he always reminds me of um, when he got past uh, action on Star Exhibit. He finds that a tremendous story that I did my ass. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. that too much. Either, yeah, not actually. many people did actually. <laughs> Lights, camera, and action. 
Very good. Yeah. Hey, so Chris is going for four. Of, of course, if you win five in a row, you're on our – you get to go into our Mastermind Hall of Fame. Mm. So at the moment, the Hall of Fame consists of one Toby Dunn and two Jay Rooney. And Jay Rooney, one of the gatekeepers for the Hall of Fame, is back to attempt to deny Chris a fourth straight victory. Jay, welcome back to the show. G'day, guys. Hope you're all going well. Very well. Um, now, Jay, they tell me that uh, you might be leaving us here in Western Australia and embarking on a trip to uh, Hong Kong with your wife and two kids and work for the South China Morning Post covering the horse racing at Sha Tin and Happy Valley. Is that true? Yeah, so I'd leave that as an exclusive for the 1-1 one, one pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, heading off in Bob. Uh, well, I've... I'll be finishing up the West in um, just under three weeks and, um, yeah, hopefully getting up there uh, sometime in February. Mate, That's exciting it, stuff. How That's exciting. Ex- I think the big question that a lot of people want to know, congratulations, by the way. Yeah, Jay, but I think the awesome. big question a lot of people want to know is um, will there be a Hong Kong tinny of the week? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to find some craft beer up there some, mm. somewhere, somewhere. 100%. I'm, I'm give, giving up a, a steady supply of freebies. I hope you wrote that yeah. into your. Uh, I hope you wrote that into your contract, Jay. Hey, in, in all, in yeah, all seriousness, yeah. though, uh, from everyone here at the One One and the WA Racing public in general, congratulations! What a what a fantastic um, you know uh, journey for you and your family to go on to Hong Kong, cover the, the the big time racing up there, and we're pumped for you, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, should be should be exciting. Um, you know, I've been doing the same thing for. Uh, 15 years here now, so it's um, yeah, time for a, a new challenge and this came up and, um, yeah, pretty excited to, to see what unfolds. Very good. All right. Well, uh, okay, let's get rolling into this mastermind. It's a, it's a big clash here. Chris Parnham versus Jay Rooney. Chris, Jay, you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Terry. It's going to be a hot one today, BJ. Yeah. I reckon this is going to be – I reckon I'm barely going to get a word out. Okay. The answer. Yeah. We'll be through. <laughs> uh, all right. What do we got? Challenger. Feels feels harsh calling Jay the challenger considering his success rate, but that's what he is at this point in time. Yeah. Jay, challenger, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Chris Parnham, are you ready? I'm ready to go. Oh, I should have said mastermind, shouldn't I? It's been a long day. <laughs> Uh, three, two, one. All right, I've only half written this, so it's <laughs> interesting. Uh, who am I? Uh, amazingly, I never missed a place in my 19 start career, which ended in June of 2019. I won from a distance range of 1,200 up to 2,100 metres. William Pike rode me for the majority of my career, though Glenn Smith and Chris Parnham did have a sit. My victories included an Asian bow, a Strickland, a Belmont Sprint, a Railway Stakes, a Ted- Jay Cree. Jay Rooney. Elite Bell. And- <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh. Chris for the steal. Galaxy Star. Ah, that's the one. And how, how's it for a statistic, Chris? What a horse. How's this? So it's 19 starts, 13 wins, five seconds, and a third. 
The one time you wrote it, Chris, was that third, but it was the only time it went around at a big price because that was in the uh, wait for age northerly against um, the good horse. How's that? Very good. Isn't that incredible? So you basically maximised all you could out of the horse. Isn't that an incredible statistic? Yes. Yes. 19 starts, never unplaced. She was a ripper. I was unaware of that till I looked into that. She was a very, yeah. very good horse, that incredible. one. Incredible. Chris is off the mark. Back one. when Cerise and White yeah. used to go fast. Cerise and White. All right. Question, next question. Here we go. What was the original name and distance of the Van Hemp Stakes? Chris. Chris. Uh, the CB Cox Stakes, 2,400 metres. <laughs> Beery, two nil. Shades on. Beery, man. Jay's getting the rust out. He's shaking it out. Have a shake, Jay. We'll give you a sec. Have a shake. He's got Hong Kong on his mind. He sure does. He's singing about the Hong Kong mastermind. All right. Next question. What trainer saddling up a Van Hempst Stakes runner this Saturday was also a Van Hempst Stakes winning jockey? Jay. Jay. Alana Williams. Correct. Alana Williams, known then as Alana Sansom, she won in the year 2000 aboard Old Money, 47 and a half kilos as a three-year-old filly. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah, she was a star. All right, it's 2-1. I haven't been 47 and a half since I was three. <laughs> <laughs> good question, by the way, BJ. You got a point for that one too. Thank you. Yeah, Thank where's you. the tick button? Go on. Oh, very good. No, it's okay. All right, 2-1 to Chris. Name the two Eastern States Raiders – Marachino defeated in last year's Van Hempst. Oh, I know one of them. Chris. Chris. Ironclad and Steinem. Ah. Hey, he's done it. There you go. Which, bang, one, which bang, one could you bang, think of? Bang. Which one were you struggling to think of? Ironclad. Or uh, ironclad. Yeah, yeah, me too. Steinem <laughs> came to me straight away. But, uh, I yeah, I knew Steinem and then I went, oh, no, Ironclad. Mm. Oh, if McCauley was uh, commentating, be gold, 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 <laughs> gold for Chris Barnum. That's four. Barnum. <laughs> That's four on the trot. Congratulations, Chris. Toby Dunn awaits. Incredible stuff. For the Hall of Fame. Next on, on our last episode before our break, that'll be on Perth Cup episode of the 1-1. So, Chris, congratulations, mate. That's four straight. That's $400 you got to torch up at Butchie's Pub up there at the Mundaring. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I'm still waiting for the vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'd send you all, all at once. I knew you'd be on a run. So, uh, no, that's cool, mate. Uh, congratulations again. Now you've got to shoot off to Bunbury to, to ride today. So best of luck there and we'll be in touch on our Perth Cup edition next week where you shoot for five straight against Toby Dunn. Well done. Yeah, cool. And also just um, I didn't, I wasn't aware of the news about Jay, so congrats, mate. All the best. Thanks, Bun. Yeah, no okay. right. yeah, once again, we'll let you go, Chris. But once again, Jay, from everyone here at the 1-1, all the best to you and your family. Awesome Hong stuff. Kong adventures from February onwards. You're going to be missed here uh, in uh, in WA Racing and you've contributed a lot. So thanks again. Thanks, guys, and all the best uh, up against Toby Pan. <laughs> run for his money, eh? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Well done, guys. Thank yeah. you. All right, Guru. It's on. Yeah, well, pretty dominant. Yeah, yeah, a few cobwebs there. That that first one for Jay, that was a uh, half volley. I reckon when he's at his best. Yeah, you know that goes through cover, but he clearly, uh, yeah, clearly uh, he's already he's already moved yeah, on to Marrera and got Curtin the, uh, and uh, yeah. is Hong Kong yeah. in the Northern Hemisphere? Uh, 
How's your geography? No, I think it's just in the southern. Oh, it's, okay, it's just. I was going to make a comment about he's already his mind's already in the northern hemisphere, but yeah, his mind's be. already in the Asian continent. Yeah, and, uh, he's. Uh, yeah, so he's finishing up in Jan and then he's off in Feb. So, oh, um, so changing the guard there at the racing department. At Where's the West Cameron Australian. getting his job back? Yeah, great question. Great question. Does Lockie need another job? <laughs> we don't see enough of Lockie. So it'd, be, it'd be nice to hear a little bit more from him. So, um, yeah. Shout out to Lockie. Actually, you know it probably will be. You've probably got to call the big gun up from Bunbury. Sonny's apprenticeship. Justin. Yeah, it's first time. <laughs> I think it's frizzy clock. <laughs> it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, if the powers of B have, the uh, have any pull over there at the West, mm. then no doubt. Uh, Award-winning. Award-winning. Yeah. It's frizz time. Yeah. But uh, no, that is the Mundaring Hotel Mastermind done for episode 174. Chris Parnham was our winner, 3-1, and now he will be chasing five straight. A place in the Hall of Fame, Mount Rushmore. He'll be taking on Toby Dunn on next week's Perth Cup Day edition of the 1-1. Okay, Pantas, we are back with race five, the West Speed Platinum Sprint. This is the 72 plus over the 1400 meters and the two at the top of the market. Uh, number three, Valency coming out of the Phillies and Mares, the black type Phillies and Mares series. And number six, Gift of the Heart, Roy Rogers, Maddie Derrick on the quick backup after running second to count the sessions last Saturday. Wasn't it good to see one of Roy's kick like mm. that? You know, I haven't seen one of Roy's kick like that for years. So, no. Nah, Almost 12 months to the day, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, uh, yeah, I was really, I was actually happier that count the sessions beat at home. Let's clarify that. But um, they've cleared out from the third mm. horse as well. And I think it was a super strong 66 plus, but. Uh, rated well, though. Yeah, it did. Yeah, rated well. Um, numbers are. A bull shite a lot of the time, but it did rate extremely well, and they they tend to rate really well when they clear out from yeah. um, other horses as well. Um, bit surprised, I understand with 125 grand on offer and a really suitable race. In all fairness, I understand why, but bit surprised to see a horse second up of three months um, on on seven days, especially travelling to Albany twice. Unless it's stayed here for the week that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. um, but that's definitely a querum. But um, Valency clearly brings the best form to this race. Um, the jungle, Mist and Dawn and all the jungles, BJ. Yeah, um, it's good form. Yeah, it's real good form. Yeah, um, yeah just really good, honest form. And even, even prior to now. that, the race that where she's run eighth of 11th behind Beads, yeah, 2.4 so well. lengths, had no luck at all. So, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Robin Lockwood has got Valency humming. 100%. 100%. Second emergency in a winter bottom as well. Mm. So, um, Actually, just, the first two emergencies in the winter bottom are in this as well. They certainly are. And I think one thing you can look at at this race is Corn Cop, for example, is 10, some, it's even 950 with some agencies. From barrier 11 with Vicky Corvron, uh, this, this, you wouldn't think this can win. So if it's nine or $10 in the field, that tells you we have a field really lacking depth here. Mm -hmm. So, um, Gift of the heart, I think, can cross uh, all this very, very ordinary speed in this race. And if gift of the heart is right and even derives benefit from that first up run, some of those horses like Whack and Tanker in two, Noble Knight, Noble Knight in four, um, they, they're going to be proper roadblocks for Valency, who's drawn well potentially, and gift of the heart can kick off them, use them off the turn, and um, with the 52 and a half on its back, will be really hard to catch. So current market's bang on. I was hoping there was either some leeway for Valency or leeway for gift of the heart. I was three versus 390. 
It's basically bang yeah. on. The market's basically bang on. I was hoping that one was sort of gift of the heart was 550 and valency was 270 or vice versa. And I could have played one, maybe saved for the other or just, just played one and hoped for the best. But uh, the market's found a, a pretty nice niche at the moment. And I struggle to go much deeper. Actually, I actually had Trade War as my third favorite. Mm. Um, I think it looks a significantly better horse at Ascot, but if Valence is going to find trouble from three, then you'd think Trade War is going to find something similar from one. Tommy, is it trigger time? I think so. I'm favorite. Um, Roy! On Gift of Roy! Roy! <laughs> um, so, yeah, just the setup. I thought what it was price, great. Harry? 350. Um, yeah, I thought I struggled to see Valency winning without 10 out of 10 and gaps forming. Mm. Um, I thought even a horse like Cold Shizzle, like I was 630 Cold Shizzle purely on it's flying. It's, it's last two have really been well. great yeah. in um, 72 and 78 plus. Um, goes, up four, goes up four kilos, I think, doesn't it? On the yeah, yeah. Hey, but they've like. He's probably earned this it. Is four kilos harder. There's no Andes or upper limits, as, or it's actually this race is sorry four kilos easier. Yeah, yeah. This race is four kilos easier. Yeah. So, so I I was shorter. I think that three dollars a place is a great bet. Like I'm I'm six thirty third pick, eighteen dollars fourth pick, um, which is trade war equal with Spruker. I was they were pretty much bang on there in my market. Um, yeah, just Valency from three. They're going to be doing everything they can, I think, to stay off the fence. Um, likely trying to stay outside of trade war, I would imagine. Um, but Cold Chisel, I think, is the only one that can maybe get that flowing run into it and run on to try and catch Gift of the Heart unless Valency gets a great run through the middle of them. Mm. Um, so for me, uh, that's probably the way I'll play it is Gift of the Heart with a saver on Cold Chisel, even one by five, even the place, just go heavy place on Cold Chisel. Um, and I reckon I'm I'm reasonably confident that those three will gap the rest of them um, with Valency eventually getting out and getting a run through. I don't see anything else that can win this race um, with even luck. I like, yeah, I like Gift of the Heart, Map, Weight, uh, Roy, the Roy, Roy factor. <laughs> Roy. Been a while. Uh, looks a good setup, doesn't it? I think you guys summed it up. Balance He's going to need a few things to fall into place. Cold Shizzle flying. There's no Starry Heights and uh, there's no Magnificent Andy in this. So the form is good. So I think you blokes have middled it. But for me, this is uh, this is Roy's moment. Gift of the heart. Lightweight. On speed. Let, let him catch you. I think. Bang. Yep. Yep. Hopefully none of his owners turn up. Seems to be the good omen on for speed. <laughs> uh. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Deary me. Mm. What a moment that was. It's great from the from the living room. Yeah, I pulled over on the drive back and from uh, down south. Anyway, reminiscing about Halatori day one by three. Really good and old Darren days. said how it was such a huge price over the line. <laughs> Thanks, Des. Race six, the feature of the day. It's the Ted Van Hemst Stakes. Group two, twenty one hundred, three hundred thousand uh, dollars prize money on the table. Standard weight for age, only the six runners. We've got the visitors, Numerian and Zumon from two of the biggest stables in the land, Annabelle Nisham and Waterhouse Bot. They are here to compete, both talented. Of course, Zumon's had the lead-up run in the northerly. It wasn't too bad, I didn't think. Marachino chasing back-to-back victories in the Van Hemps, led throughout to win last year's edition. Troy Turner, 
back on board. The Troy Turner, Maricino stats are incredible. And then the current Perth Cup favourite, Casino 17, uh, not a bad run in the north as well, under the weight for age conditions. So only the six runners, but fascinating little field. Yeah, I couldn't get into this at all. Uh, I don't know enough about Numerian. Uh, first up off the plane and um, and zoom on, I thought it was really good mm. in the northerly. Kept coming late, I think. Uh, a horse sort of um, got in front of Oliver and he sort of lost his fluency at about the 7-800 and going back through Zumon's form and Zumon's replays, it's best on speed anyway, but just on that particular day with the draw and the other speed engaged, you have to look for a spot midfield. So... Um, very which simplistically, is, which is be, why Rachel King is here to yeah, write it. Yeah. Exactly right. So mm -hmm. it should be Marichano leading Zimon Breeze, Numerian stalks them. Um, Star Trade's probably got the speed to even come across and look for a 1 1 type setup here. Right in front of Casino 17, you think? Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah, I, th I think that's that'll be the, the mindset. I mean, it depends what you're after. I mean, there's good prize money here with a $300,000 race for uh, running a hole. So maybe the best option for connections, uh, if they're looking to maximize prize money, might be to tag. Casino 17, hope the leaders overcook it a bit and uh, we can follow it into a top three or four mm. spot. Um, but, yeah, I think the market looks looks pretty accurate here. I, I reckon different jock I would have been on the Velvet Queen. Mm -hmm. um, I'm surprised they've stuck with Paddy. Uh, I think that last ride in the northerly looked just like a, I don't know, he just looked like he gave up on a horse that was travelling nicely. And if you watch the head-on, he uses the stick when he's directly behind another horse. Like he's directly behind it. He didn't try to get out. He didn't try to ride it through the line. He just, I was just, I, I just, yeah, didn't think it was a great ride. I didn't think there was much care in the ride, to be honest with you. So I'm really surprised that Chris Parnham hasn't got his mount back there on the Velvet Queen. That's all. Yeah, I just th I think he just I think he just felt like the uh, it looked to me like the task was forlorn, so there wasn't really a lot. He, yeah, the he task could do. also had certain rocks cut like as they turned come across him. Mm. Why are you using and, the like, stick? Pushed then? him. Yeah, I know. But what, what, what do you gain out of the stick when you are completely boxed in? You're hitting the horse. The horse actually, in my mindset, and I could be completely wrong, but she's going to go. What do you want me to do? Why are you using that on me? What do you want me to do? What's your aim? What's your aim with this? Do you want me to jump it? Like just don't use a stick. On I know. Don't use a stick. You don't, on I, I hate it. Why like use a stick? And then I think the stick will then lose its appeal in future uh, moments. Different jobs but have different moves. She, like you see, like did, a Joey she, or a Troy, they they use a stick on straightening. McGrady uses the stick yeah. a lot on straightening. That's fine. That everyone has it for their own. Like Pike will go through his gears, and the stick's his last. And I I think that's the best way to ride them. I, what, I, what I, I will like to see the what I will say though is that she, even though she hasn't had a lot of luck. She is running for Paddy, and that's what the connections will be. She runs for anyone, though. She's yeah. A horse that runs for anyone at any time. She's a yeah, good horse. She, yeah. That's the thing. That's fine. But, I, they, but they, they, probably, they, probably needed a, they probably needed a Perth Cup commitment as well, yeah. and maybe he was uh, – Paddy was the only one that can yep. commit, which – and but – it's got to turn. It's got to turn at some stage. No, no luck in the Listia. No luck in the railway. No luck in the Northerly. Uh, if she gets the twenty-one, she yep. can win this. She's real good. I, yeah. I, yeah, I've probably sounded a bit harsh there. I just, I was, yeah, I was just a bit on upon replay. As you know, it's one of my pet hates. I don't care yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's one like of my pet hates when we use a stick when you're you're in a pocket. I just don't understand what we're expecting from that. So, um, but yeah, fascinating, fascinating jockey bookings as well. I thought it might have been Clint or Pont on Casino Seventeen. Pont's ridden at the past. I, I think there's a connection. Two. I think there's a connection there with the owner and okay. the Noski family. Yep. yep. Cool. Yep. Um, but you're going to think, what are we fascinated from a tactical point of view here is Casino 17's wins in those country cups. It was taking off at the 600 or 800 or whatever. 
does Jared, who I think he rides that particular horse really well, mm. very strong hoop, um, does he put it into the race and turn it into a war with those four horses going at it from a long way out? Because that will suit Paddy Carberry in the Velvet Queen yeah. tremendously, you'd think, if it runs out at 2100. Yeah, I think she will. I think she will. Well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and how slow does Marichino go in a six-horse field? I don't I, think I, slow. No, no that's the thing. He slow. won't go slow. They, they won't want to go too slow, but it won't be its usual plus six, seven – that it's been doing in its last three or four or five. Well, that that will probably really suit Marachino. That he'll be able to go hard, but not stupid. I think I think Turner back on eight rides, five wins. I think Turner back on is huge. Basically six. Take out take out that Flemington run. Yep. And then there's Second one more. Strickland by Pimble. One was it was a three year old right? Oh, fourteen hundred uh, or something. And it took a sit that day and it went super. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Every time it's led with Turner on, it's either run, it's either won what? or been beaten a lip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was the case last year where Steinem went up to Marachino, eyeballed him, and Marachino is just like, not today, champion, and just swatted him, mm. swatted her away. So Is Zoom on better than Stonham? Yeah, was, see, the bet, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I think I think that's a great question. I think the best of New Marion is, is, mm. is better than all of them. Like he's two group one weight for age Yeah, he's run second in May. Yeah, Zoom and Cup and the Australian Cup, Cup yeah. where he got beaten by Cascadian, who's a good horse. So uh, only won once since coming to Australia, but form against the best is is pretty good. So I think class-wise, New Marion has an edge. Zumon's sort of a horse more on the way up, though. So we don't really know his true capabilities just yet. Uh, but we, but we know what we know what Marachino was. If you want to get into a war with Marachino, you're going to come out second best. If yeah. these Easter Staters want to win one, mm. like they're going to have to win this well to be major Perth Cup players because they're going to meet these horses so much worse. Casino 17 is going to get six kilos on both of them yeah, in, the, in the Perth Cup. And then you've got Be Optimistic, you've got all the ATA horses, like, and they're all going to be carrying very close to the 53 as well. Yeah. So it's the market's going to look very interesting. I know, I know good. the rules are for Group 2 handicaps that they need to uh, declare a, a minimum top weight of 59. But I think if you – I think for in future Perth Cups, million-dollar Perth Cups, uh, they're – there only needs to be a top weight of 58. I think I think the 59 is excessive for a million-dollar race, group two handicap. Um, so I think they're they're both probably in a kilo heavy. But you're right. They're, they're it's going to be in – so that means if it's 53 to 59, 12, it would be a 97 plus. Mm. So, yeah, Velvet Queen will carry half kilo over if they continue on. They could drop back to the 1,800. They could. Depends minute, on how she goes, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're up. So I'd like to see her in a cup. I think – yeah, I think we need these weight for age horses to progress to the cup to to strengthen it up because the ATA yesterday, Black Fantasy is a good horse. Queen Elena's, you know, a tough, tough mare. Uh, behind that was Diamond Scene, who's a lower rated horse on the way up. Blazing Away is what, mid 80s, something like that on the way up. So we need this class to, to really uh, uh, stiffen up the $1 million Perth Cup on New Year's Day. But uh, just quickly, Carberry's won this race four times. Troy Turner has won this race four times. He's got, so they're both going for their fifth. And Grant and Alana Williams have won one, two, three, four, five, seven. Seven times they've won this race. Uh, how many? How many were they at this race and what? Uh, zero would be my guess. Zero. All Cerise and White, all William Pike. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, yeah, so they've they've dominated this race, uh, the Team Williams, um, but no Bob Peters this year, which is a rarity. So it certainly is. Yeah. So all that being said, who wins? Tommy. Ah, uh, yeah. I was – I wanted to find Velvet Queen. I'm convinced that um, she'll run the trip. 
Um, it's just a matter of I try to work out like how's it going to be run, who's going to be best suited because like six horse field it has to be it, it's going to be tactical. It'll it almost will just be most suited wins this. Like there's not much ability between maybe five. Like Star Trade might not be up to him at this stage in his career where where he's at. Um, but I don't think there's a heap between the rest of them with how they're going. Um, and you almost outlined it perfectly with Casino 17 making this a race from the 600. Um, in that small field, I reckon that's almost their mindset is go. Like, let's let's get them on the – like, be there on the corner um, almost with them or half a length off them and try and just nail mm-hmm. them. Um, the only issue is they've got a Perth Cup in 10 days' time. Mm. So, whether or not you want to get into a war – at the 600 in a race that's more than likely still going to be run at benchmark. So I don't think it'll be run slow. Um, Definitely won't be run slow. I just, yeah, I don't know. But the way I looked at it was if that happens, that the Velvet Queen from one's going to get that opportunity, I would hope, just to come off and go round them and then get last crack at them. 100%. And if they're all, like, if they're all just going at the same speed and they're fighting it out, it with the sit on them, being able to get that toe into the race and then just peel off them, I get the feeling might just go, Bang. See you later. Yeah. Alligator. So that's that's the way I think I'll be able to, like, what, what does the market do with it? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it starts $15 bare fare. Mm. Like, yeah, it could, it could start anything. I, I think the hard part is three proven weight for age, well, proven, three proven, three horses weighted for weight for age conditions, rated for weight for age conditions, mm. um, controlling the race on speed. I think it's a very obvious map. As I said, you've got leader breeze, sit on the back, very good horse to get past them, even if the pressure does come early because they all look like they wouldn't mind that pressure and mm. absorbing that pressure and getting into a bit of a war late. So the Velvet Queen's going to have to track up nicely. She did not really travel. I think it was the 8th to the 6th, 6th to the 4th. She didn't travel for a few strides there. I don't think she can let them get away from her um, because none of them are going to be dead stopping, I wouldn't have thought. If one mm. of them stops, the other ones won't. Um, so it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if it's almost a one, two, three uh, box trifecta here. Yeah, I'm 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 leaning leader Maritino or last crack Velvet Queen. I think that's the way I'm looking at this race at the moment. Mm-hmm. So either Maritino turns up at his best and just pummels them into the ground, or they all um, knock each other out on speed and Velvet Queen gets last crack at him. That's kind of what I'm thinking at the moment. Yep. The Ted, the Ted, the Ted. Uh, that is the Ted for. 2023 and as i said hopefully all six of them progress uh, to the perth cup on new year's day witten's irrigation and design they're the irrigators of choice for the west australian racing industry owner operator craig witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at ascot and belmont park craig and his team also specialize in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties check out witten's irrigation and design on instagram and facebook and get in touch with craig so whether it's racetrack residential or commercial water wisely with witten's race seven is the west speed platinum cup 66 plus 2100 meters and holy enchantment and kerman rock were both in the nominations for the ted but have opted to head in this direction. Holy Enchantment, 550, second favourite, I believe, at the moment. The horse heading the market is Playhouse patron, Joey has a party, Bob McPherson. Both those horses are up in the weights. This looks like a very sticky map, 
tricky kind of race. I found my, I found it really hard to wrap my head around this one. That's why I'll leave it to the expert, the guru. Oh, I don't want this one. That was, this a, is that, a, was, that was a hot potato, mate. Yeah, this is. Can I get rid of it? Tommy, <laughs> Tommy's already said Barley's off air. So, um, oh, this is this is tough. tough um, yeah. A lot of horses been going around together. Very little between Playhouse Patron, Tony Spirits, Burn Bray. Um, they've all drawn sticky. You could even say Barry Two could end up sticky for Playhouse Patron because there's a lot more speed in this. It's going to be back in traffic. Hard horse to trust Playhouse Patron. Just the way it races. Um, Holly and Chairman draws a gate and you're probably more confident but with the speed in this mm. race it probably is almost suitable that uh, well it's probably not I won't say suitable but it probably isn't the end of the world to draw 17 um, because you can probably find a three wide moving line and uh, come into the race at the right time it's funny Brad went up 440 and another agency went up $9 so it's it's a race that does deserve that sort of contrasting appeal and um, I was favourite Holly and Champ and I was about 550 but I don't really have much interest in getting involved at six, seven, eight dollars. Really, to be honest, that's so very loosely so marked did race. It, did it go up nine elsewhere? Did you say? I think I saw nine elsewhere. Did, it get, yeah. did the nine get snapped up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seven's available now at best, okay. uh, from what I can see. But it, even then, like I, you, you can probably hold fire. And from barrier seventeen shades off sixty kegs, you, you're a big chance of seeing that late. Do you want to back it late? I don't know. Do, do Toby Dunn back it in run? Yeah, you, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, if you've You've got the brain capacity to do so. You'll probably get the best price of the lot. But um, look, someone, I, someone was saying Munamek was traded hundred dollars. Yeah, in, it was in play, twenty so. bucks matched or fifty bucks uh, matched. But yeah, there was something matched. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good punning. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good punning. Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, the interesting runner here is is number eleven, Kerman Rock. I fascinating stuff. Um, backed off the map a couple of preps ago. Leads by. 10 wins by nine um, and then comes out at the next start, desperate to lead, leads and wins the Saturday race. Um, since then, hasn't led. Hasn't, and hasn't led all I don't pre- think there's been enough intent to lead. Like it's like, oh, we'll just find cover, we'll just find cover. Do you realise what happened when you won twice and you won well? You, you led the race. So they did it yesterday with Allegiance, the yard. Um, Is this silly buggers, Kevin Rock? Tactically? Well... You've just got. I don't. I know it's not a super quick horse. That's the thing. Yeah. But you've just got to. You've got to use thirteen as a as a positive and say we are going to lead you. Always want to lob out a tactical announcement. Say Kerman Rock will be leading at all costs. Yeah. It's clearly not going to win a race if it's not leading. It's clearly just not going it's to. It's won do three it. races in its life, and the last two have been free wheeling in front. Right? Clear so, PBs, yeah. free wheeling in front. So um, while there is some other speed in this race, I'm not sure how desperate they all be to lead. Divine Judgment uh, might be happy with a sit up to the twenty one hundred. Zeta. Olden Zeta hasn't got the gate speed. It just gets swallowed up. Um, on its day, I guess it can kick through. Uh, Play with Desire is one I think they'll be happy leading, but Chris is, will be also be just as happy um, taking a sit. Hoist the colours as the horse is happy leading, but it's also a horse just happy parking behind them. So there's no standout I want to lead horse here. So I think they've just got to tell Holly, put your handlebars down, just get there. Even if you burn it and you cook it, like, so be it. Um, just just try and get there. And, and if you get there easy enough and, and don't have to do too much work, I I, I reckon it would be very hard to beat because last run I thought was really good for a horse that doesn't perform under those um, conditions. So, um, yeah, I think Kerman Rock can win. Um, but this is a, a very, very, very difficult race, BJ. I, I don't really want to get involved. I think Holly and Chapman's got these covered for quality and class. Um Wisely didn't go to the wait for age Ted, and even I thought his win first up was good after a break. Uh, probably wins goes close. Had no luck second up eighteen hundred. He's just 
the stable is going well, trending in a very positive direction, this horse. Uh, probably just going to be kept out of trouble, three wide line moving into the race. I don't think if he can keep that flow uninterrupted with the weight, I don't know. I think he's just going to wear him, wear him down. Like, I think he's just better than them. So the only way that um, that doesn't happen is if a horse like Kerman Rock or something just breaks him open and tries to nick it. So I think I'm picking up what you're putting down there, Terry. Yeah. Tommy. Nope. Tommy. Just a nope. We should have just we should have just started and ended on nope. So because no. even with Holy Enchantment, you still need the run to go well. Like if Burma gets the softer run and gets a three length better run in transit, which is a big chance when they're jumping from car parks like that. Um yeah. that'll be enough. So yeah. Anyway, sticky old race. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Race eight is the opponent classic for the four-year-olds and upwards Phillies and Mares, ratings 66 plus and fancy they, silks on the two. Are they are they TMJ bloodstock colours on number two, Miss Vasari. Oh, that's the sky blue V. Well, look out. Nearly broken seal as well. They've got dirty. Yeah. Had a nice win. Oh, I thought you might have chucked them on and gone down the park, kicked the footy. Was it lads? <laughs> nah, just- Taking a few Sharons on the chest. Nah, I went down in front, mate. Um, Miss Vasari, number two for the boys. TK Layton in there, what's his book? He is. Of course he is. Not that the acts like it. He's trying, oh, to sep- oh, he's trying to separate himself yeah. from the horse as much as possible. I'm not trying to separate myself yeah, from always, the Always, mate. Runs around. Oh, got any runners in this week, mate? Ah, uh, none in this week. Yeah. <laughs> the disrespect makes me sick. No, I'm very excited about Miss Vasari's campaign, Tommy. Are we uh, We're waiting one, I reckon. Are we what? I reckon we're waiting for a, a run, though. This is this is a real – this is not a good race, by yeah. the way. This is a no, shocker. And the, the favourite – are strong as well. Yeah. And then they weren't. Yeah, this is this is a really really quite race. Like the favourite um, deserves to be the favourite. Duchess Pure, of gossip, yeah, Duchess of gossip. Sorry, on purely on class and and what we've seen from her. But like this is a shocking setup. Like she's drawn wide, she carries the weight, she deserves the weight, so that's okay. She can probably win three deep. She nearly did win three deep, no cover for Brad Parnham uh, last prep when she was grabbed by War Gem late. So yeah. she's got the class um, to do so. She's back to 1,200, which is obviously very suitable. But I think a lot of people are going to just want to pop her to the breeze and say, oh, they'll just work her to the breeze. She has not got the speed, if I'm a single girl, is ridden in the same manner, to get to the breeze outside I'm a single girl. One's a speedster and the other one doesn't step well and needs to be mustered to get there. And then you might point back and go, oh, look how Pikey got to the breeze a couple of times last prep. They walked in those yeah, races and they had race. to do a lot of work to get there, but she was good enough to do the work and then kick again late. And that's why her SB has been as strong as it has this prep because we've loved her and we love what we saw last prep. But to win this race, I don't see an obvious three-wide line here either. I don't think there is a three-wide line in this race. So I think Brad's going to have to sit deep. He's going to have to go back or he's going to just have to muscle the shit out of her to be anywhere near him. I still think she can win. She's my favourite. I've marked her 330. She deserves it because this is a thin race, but I thought I'd mark her even money going into this. And if she drew one or two, I probably would have marked her closer to even money. But I think she's a risk at that price and you can probably um, – yeah, she, she purely comes down to price for me. She purely comes down to price. You can probably almost look around her. I think your mate, BJ Export Girl, can, mm. can run a bit of a race here. I think um, I think Geordie Turner will rock and roll on I'm a single girl again back to the 1,200. And just a direct comparison, by the way, on I'm a single girl versus Harmika. 
It's funny to see how there is such a big price gap between the two of them, considering I'm a single girl beat Harmaker home uh, at this trip two starts ago, and Harmaker's drawn 12, which is a nightmare draw for, for Clint out there. But um, I think Export Girl can probably stalk I'm a single girl. There's no real obvious breeze horse. Maybe Empress of India ends there. Um, but if McGrady can get out and rolling at the right time, um, we saw enough class from Export Girl in some okay three-year-old races yeah. last prep to – to be a, it's just a map horse. Like it's just a, such a nice map horse on the minimum, sixty-six and a sixty-six. Um, I don't think Export Girl is going to be a world beater, but you can win races on tactical speeds um, and map. And that's yeah, what she, and she has. Gets in the min, uh, yep. second up has had that has the Albany win. Carried sixty minus two or three for Rosie Marnie. Uh, led them up that day and just got a little bit little bit tired late. But she's not really a leader. She can lead, but that's not necessarily a go. But she gets the setup like Terry alluded to where she can begin, get crossed by, I'm a single gal at speed and basically get the run of the race. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you there each way, export girl. Tommy? Yeah, I wanted to take on Duchess of Gossip quite considerably. Well, I still have a favourite, but I'm- What price were you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm $6.80 the field. That's good. Right, so that's a proper take on. Um, But also, like, I don't have much around it that- the one I had shorter was DTA. Mm. I just think it's going to run a race eventually. I think back to 12. I know it was better last start at 14, but I still think it's better at 12. Breeze? Um, How are they going to see, see, this is where it's like you fudge the numbers a little bit in your favour. I'd be a good accountant. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've got Duchess of Gossip three wide. I think they go looking for a spot. doesn't happen. And then I think DTA jumps well enough and just kind of goes, you go, mm. and then takes it back. That's how I'd look to ride it because I don't think you can win any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then horses like short in the market, like Stormy Tawny, Harmika. Stormy Tawny was, is flying. Um, I just think it's a massive change going from Pike to Stephen Parnham on this type of horse. That's He's just riding it but so also, well. But also you, you're hoping that it just maintains its peak though, right? So yeah, he might- gave it a 10 last time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's perfect. Like, yeah. Harmika's gone massive gone, against it. Yes, Harmika's right. gone better than it. If Harmika drew a good gate here i'd have harmika mm. shorter than stormy tawny yeah without yeah. a doubt i'll be with you yep. yeah um, yep. so stormy tawny's won three in a row now so is it when's it gonna when's it gonna cool off um it's also stepping up every time mm. and it's winning less impressively every time like last night was it was a nice win yeah that's fair enough you've now got to do it in 66 plus grade yeah. which i think becomes a lot harder um so in other case i'm declaring miss Vasaria at 17s <laughs> No, um, <laughs> nah, this race right. is no. I do think I do yeah. think Miss Vasari will run second in this race. Um, I think she's flying. Who to? Who to DTA? <laughs> you, you're pretty keen. I think I think Map can win this race. And mm. if, yep. if Miss Vasari is at her peak, and Miss Vasari probably is following a horse like Export Girl, mm. three of the fanciest or somewhere around the, it's there's no reason she can't play a uh, a par. So I, the shoes are remaining on, I believe. Potentially, seeing how we go this week. Um, the bar shoes are on. I'm just trying to get a bigger price, Tommy, to remind everyone that the bar shoes are on. The but, dreaded. Uh, the dreaded. But um, I reckon that uh, I reckon that um, she might need one, but I'm wrong. We'll see, won't we? No, the rest, it's a pretty, yeah. Before it, when mate, Noms it's, came it's out, there. It, was, it was there to be one. It's it a winnable race. Quite a strong yeah, race. St- at noms. A complete it's standout not. runner in my yeah. mind, but yeah. it's just so poorly mapped, um, which makes the race fascinating. So I was three thirty Duchess five dollars um, export girl. So that's how I've I've targeted the race really. Um, upwards others. 
export girl. For me, random, insane Maddie never wins, but racing really well without luck. Number 10, sweet tea. Cliffy Green, look out. I'll just about give it up, Harry. <laughs> it's got that. It's got. A, there's got to be a big result somewhere on Saturday. Yeah, these fields mate, are. These fields are yeah. And if you're looking smack. at Tommy's Tommy's map there, which I think is bang on, I think they will probably go forward or try to go forward and probably get caught deep. Um, it could be the one that gets the advantage of following the DTA Sweet Tea three wide line. So fascinating stuff. All right. Rail will be key for the market, sorry, by this stage of the day as well because if the fence is playing real nicely and that's the spot to be, there has to be good money for probably even I'm a single girl, probably for uh, Export Girl in particular. I think Export Girl will be the supported runner. Um, but, yeah, it could see a, a bit of a Dutch's drift. Okay. What time is it, Tommy? Get out stakes. Get out <laughs> stakes. How do you spell that, Terry? Uh, you spell it. Uh, I was going to spell the word enthusiasm against <laughs> it. S T E A K S. The extremely popular Get Out Steaks, brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out at the Cannonvale Markets on Bannister Road. Jimmy Hewitt, uh, captain coach out there at Market City Meats. If you want to get in pre Christmas and get your gourmet goodness, you get the red carpet treatment at all times, Market City Meats. So he'll look after you, that's for sure. And certain congratulations. We had a new face winning the Get Out Stakes. He's a bit of a mystery man. The Persian Prince, as he's known on Twitter, Antonio, he uh, he was almost bang on their Munamek margin last Saturday. He's a first time Get Out Stakes winner. So congratulations, Antonio. Make sure you go and collect with Timmy out at Market City Meets. Now to enter the Get Out Stakes for this week, race nine at Ascot on Saturday. Send us a tweet at the 1-1 one, one pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win. And a decimal, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And we can never, ever forget Sam White, the old Sam White rule. Terry? First in, best dressed, BJ. First in, best dressed. So I'll tell you what, you don't need to be first in for this one, I don't think. Definitely not. This is, uh, this is tricky. The, this is race nine, the get out. The TBWA Stallion Tender Scheme Trophy. Gee, some good horses won this over the journey, haven't they, Tommy? It takes a good horse to travel up on a hot speed, park behind him, peel off the back and run almost track record time. Blistering. Quiz question for you, Tommy. What uh, what horse in this race was in this race when Halatorium won it? Was it 12 months ago? It was, it was 12, 12 months, months ago. ago. Geez, they were happier days, weren't they? Yeah, I was smiling. Weren't they happier days? Gosh, I had a smile. Glory days. They were just something. Didn't uh, even bother getting to the track when you knew you had a moral at $15 in a, in a feature with Pikeyon. Was the other horse Ain't Not a Man? It was. Well done. Won't win this one either. Correct, Tommy. Uh, no, it certainly will not win this one. It's a real blanket market, <laughs> isn't it? And BJ, I, the first question I have to ask you, you usually throw to one of us, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw to you. Is, is it time to is it time to lob the old the old super sesh dog in the bin? Oh. Not not lob it in the bin. Is it just trying to place it in the bin so you could actually get it back out at some point if you want to and recycle it? Maybe recycling bin rather than trash trash can. Mm. Well, I think at the at three, yeah, I think you're right. I think at three sixty in from gate fourteen in a fifteen horse field. Ah, uh, like I don't know. Come on, come on, come on. I thought come upon on. doing the replays again. 
it wasn't even all that. Imp- I don't know. It was good enough, but I reckon that like play that funky music who was down to the thousand was going to the line not far off it. And considering its racing pattern, you would like to see Supersession really savaging the line in that sense. So, look, the speed map should suit. Uh, there's a stack of uh, tempo in this race, but. I've, I've sort of been working on this theory. Have you noticed whenever there's a stack of tempo, oh. what are your fingers doing, Tommy? Oh, that didn't sound good. Fingers doing the <laughs> what's, walking. What's that? You usually enjoy that. Um, <laughs> the two stables, two stables with two speed horses. Yes. Casey's and the, the Fernies. Yes. That's what my fingers were doing. They were pointing, oh, they okay. Were, so those speed horses being Peace from man. the uh, Casey Yard, Capricorn yes. Man and Ain't No Other Man, Marin. And uh, the Fernies, we've got, who is it? Uh, we got Ballbeck. Ballbeck. <laughs> and we have- <laughs> Play that funky music. Play that funky music. <laughs> throwing double spice. White boy. Wow. Um, Tempo. Yeah. So what were you going to say about the uh, speed on paper? Sometimes it doesn't well, equate to- no. So I've, I've, I think we straight away go, right, six quick horses, five quick horses. You're going to want to get over the top of them, right? <laughs> Which is fair enough if you've got one that's going well enough or got the right form or the right map, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the market's gravitating for your top five are Supersession, Leniency, Cable Boy, Fleuro, Neuro. Like, it's gravitating. Cable Boy should be 1,001, shouldn't it? Jesus Christ. Ten or 66 plus. Come on. Um, up. Yeah. Last time I said that was Gift of the Art and it went down by a lips. <laughs> um, but I think it- I think my mindset has been wrong for a long period of time in regards to just looking at it that way and going, okay, let's find enough speed. If there's a suitable runner, fair enough. But I don't think there always is a suitable runner in that sense. And we saw play that funky music in a race with a stack of speed two starts ago, find the breeze. And it was just too tough late. Like that had a quite a form uh, since Brenda Celebrity Prince was pretty keen on coming at late. Didn't get there. But I don't. I think with this amount of speed, everyone else is aware of the amount of speed too. So from barrier three, perhaps on ball bag, they might be happy to sit. Um, like there, there might be a discussion between the camp or perhaps ball bag will try to kick through, lead the race and play that funky music. He'll come out looking for a spot. Um, Capricorn Man is the one that will be ridden with proper intent and maybe ain't no other man will come across and be a touch more circumspect and, and look to find its way into the field. Next thing you know, you have these pretty good on-speed horses that have sorted themselves out into a happy map rather than a wild old map. Um, so that's the way I'm, I'm sort of looking at it. I actually really like to play that funky music, but the, the price went off wildly this morning. I was six fifty, so I can't I can't really tip it or take the six fifty at the moment. That's that's a bit thin. I, I expect that gets out from the gate um, once more, but I, I was really taken by that run. But um, yeah, I think double spice and um, ballback. We're going to give it another chance. I think forget. It went around at its last start, beat the trip. Nothing ever was right or happy, and the start before that, it was over the unsuitable thousand and. Um, and only ran second to Divine Belief, which yeah. is a good form. So, like spec it. a few roughies, play wide in your quaddy. Um, yeah, just going to take him on. Why did Leaning to go back to the trials? And it was a shocking trial, wasn't it? Like, Are they it's obviously had Ducks issue. and Drakes, or what was, what was going on? But there? if they're going to go back to the I was like, oh, it's run eight for nine. Like, this will just be a, just a pull. Just up. A pull. Yeah, me too. No, no, no like, it, it wasn't asked for an effort, but he wasn't there for a picnic. Like, that's not, you can't look at that trial, come out Saturday and win without me going, you're better than me. And don't forget the bars are still on too. Like at that price, like, I was certain I'd find like the map for me suited perfectly yep. for a horse no, like Leniency. There's one other horse that I'll get to that I think suits equally as perfectly, which I'll be on. But for Leniency, like it was just going to park midfield with a hot tempo. It doesn't have to make up eight lengths when they run along like Super Session will have to. And you kind of wanted to be on it wherever it went after its first start. Run, yeah, definitely like 100%. And then just that trial was, oh, vomit worthy. Like it mm. was putrid. 
like so so bad. Off, yeah, the, like there. So there's obviously an issue. The, five the, weeks between the pads runs. are still on the hind. Yeah, like Vomit it's worthy. it's just yeah that reeks. Like if you want to back it at five fifty, you're a Real braver disgusting. man than me. Real disgusting your face. Yeah, it makes me ill. I know it, it does. Um, this is becoming more and more of a certainty the more you. Yeah, mm, which is fine. I can live with that. Um, and I'll probably pray to God because swear uh, to God I is the guessed, winner. I could have guessed yeah. it was the Oregon. How's the, how's the um, just, bal- just ballooned in price since the markets? Yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I was expecting this sort of price range, $13, $14. When, even like I had a little, you know, when you do the form, you sit there going, like, oh, I'm going to take the 21s when it opens for this. And then Brad just ruins your day mm. with $8 or whatever it was. Just being in your um, life. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but the 15 or I think there's 15 around some places, that's ultra appealing for me for a horse that's- Interesting so runner, isn't it? Like it's I mean, camp. Like it's, but the owners have stayed the same. It's, it's going to be wearing the Stuart colours. Ownership's the same. I think same. Jimmy's in it still. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's, but it's just moved from Russell Stewart at Ascot to SJ Miller, who trains from a more rural style Down property. Should have got Jimmy on the phone to let us know what he thinks about it. But the problem is we just can't get him off the phone. Mm. He just won't shut up. This is a fascinating run, and Brad Parnham is on, which is understandable, and he's off King Sicario for the Ganges. He's the best, I swear to God, mm. uh, takes care of these, doesn't it? Picking up yeah. what you're putting down there, Tommy. It's a definite quaddy horse, and it's probably, yeah. would you say it's a win-only bet just because it's yeah, for it me, has that sort of unknown aspect? I'll be backing it, and I'll be backing Double Spice, and Casino going on Double Spice is anything. It's been like it's four last four runs in a row – have all been good runs and I just simply think, so the two in a row where play that funky music beat it, in particular that first one with Cassie on, nothing against Cassie, but you can just tell that last 200 metres, like it just needed someone to get on its neck and just push it. Yep. Um, and it just didn't have that. Um, and so I've been waiting for it to get a senior. I've been backing it in the meantime because it can't help itself. <laughs> but with a little bit of confidence, I've been waiting for a senior to go on um, and that gets that here. So. For me, I think at 12 or with Tab Touch, 12 and $14, um, they're two easy, easy bets. I've, I will save Super Session because it'll drift naturally late mm. and I won't lose on it just because of the pace in the race. If it does get a toe in um, and they're running that, on. That could just collapse in front of it. Yeah, know. 100%. And yeah. especially if they are just falling, those who like, and it's not, swear to God, might no, just be stuck no. behind them. They won't get out in time. And yeah. then same with Lens, he's not going well enough. He might be able to tow at 100 metres. Um, and then it might just take care of them. And I'd rather not ruin my weekend in the last with Super Session getting up when it inevitably starts $5. Mm. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see you weekend. play that punky music, might start favourite. You reckon? Yeah. From 15? Yeah. Dear it man. might be $5.50 favourite, but yeah, yeah, this could just- oh, I think this the risk price reward at the current six fifty because I look at that, I, don't, I am I don't $6.50. Like I, I, yeah. I, well, I marked play that funky music, double spice, and super session equal favorites six dollars fifty. That was my book. Um, so obviously, double spice will be my result mm. here, and I will try and make bullbag and play that funky music some form of little result as well. Any late prizes? Uh, never gets unfunny. Uh, for me, I'll be playing double figures this race. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit of Tommy with swear to God, and a little bit of uh, Terry with bullbag. Uh, I think this has got the double figures written all over it. This last race and. Yeah, Tommy's kind of twisted my arm a little bit for the late super session price if it never well, you have gets to. You've been, more, you've been more committed than me over the journey to super session. Yeah. Yeah. What, See what how Sneaky Witch goes earlier in the day because your double might be alive. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when super session's firm? 
Oh, in the for the first time ever. What, ha- what happens then? Because well, it just it's wins by easier three, though, doesn't it, when that happens? It's even easier to let go. But this market, it's going to do some funny things. Like Fleer on Euro, I thought it was okay first up, but not good enough for me to back it next up. Uh, there's been reasonable money for um, cable – oh, not reasonable money to open that price. Cable Boy, I think that's just significantly inferior form line. Um, go go grommets drawn one, which is probably the gate you don't want for a horse that's a step well. It's going to be three of the fence, you're going to have to win in a new manner. And yeah, it's it's just hard to come at the rest. If you're looking for a sit and sprint, a King Zakaro was poor last up, maybe back to 1200, change a jock, it can find something. But dearie me, it's a um, I think while there are so many horses in a very similar point in the market, there's a lot I'm happy to chop. Okay, very good. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do our best betting propositions, our Maddies, and our Lays for Van Hemp's Stakes Day. All right, fellas, let's bring it home. Uh, it's time for our best betting propositions. Brought to you by Perth Racing. Tommy Johnston, what's your best betting prop? It's tough split between swear to God at that price and uh, King Cartel. Um, Just so I think. Hmm. I think King Cartel, hmm. just I think it's going to get the perfect run with the right setup where, swear to God, might get a little bit of bad luck or might have leaders fall back on it. So from that point of view, yeah, I think King Cartel is my best betting proposition. So the double? Just For those two? Yeah, just show some Yeah, show some TikToks. What's that? 60, oh, almost 75 to 1 someplace. Hmm. Oh, probably 75 to 1 some places. That's, that's a Gary. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a Gary. They'll probably pay you out the moment you put the bet on. Gary, get on. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. If Put you the like bet money, on, cash out. Yeah, instantly. If you're struggling to pay for Christmas presents, that's <laughs> no, the one. <laughs> um, uh, you shopping early, Guru? Christmas shopping. I hate Christmas shopping so much, BJ. I just, it's ruining Christmas for me this year. I'm buying shit for, buying things for people that nobody even wants. I just think, just don't, just don't do it. Just enjoy yeah. people's company, you know? Anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, watch me rock. Race one. So you're shopping, shopping early. Oh, you weren't actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. Watch me rock. Uh, yeah. Too, should be too good for him in the first. Mad Tommy. Madness. My Maddie. Oh, trying to find one that's at that 20. Just fudge. Just, go, out, fudge. just go outrageous. Just go wild. Yeah. Just let your hair down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a single gal. I think that race is like I don't even like that. That's bad. Um, <laughs> the pressure's on. No, well, like it makes sense. Like I'm a single gal because twenty to one, but I'm like twenty dollars twenty. But Miss Vasari, I'm like eleven dollars. Well, do and that. 17. Yeah, yeah, I prefer that. I As, prefer yeah. I prefer a little bit of fudgy fudgy. So multi yeah. into race one. That's what I'm going to do. That's why. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's probably my best roughy. I had another one at some similar price, but I can't remember now. Miss Vasari? Uh, yeah, Miss Vasari is my Maddie. The Flying V? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I need to watch some. Um, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Champions. Goldberg. Mm-hmm. We felt like a champion for a while. Um, I, I'm going to go double spice. It's just short a little bit. And the last, about $14, $15. But if we multi it with Watch Me Rock, we get 40 to 1. That you, beauty. Mate, Rock and roll. Nearly got it last week, by the way, with uh, Blue Lagoon all up. Count the sessions. Pockets full for Christmas. My Maddie is in race eight. Sweet tea. It's crazy, really. That's, that's absurd. But you never know. 
It's one of those days. Like, there's going to be a real long price winner in the centre, mm. I reckon. Lay, Tommy. My Sweet lay. Oh, yeah. um, as you know, I love my place lays on things that should be eight times the price. Um, one of them is plays with fire, can't place. Another one, leniency, I'll happily take that on at that price to place um, off that trial. And and just lay the whole field in race seven. <laughs> just take just, them all on. We a- might have a no race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here it is. I know why Tom, I know why Tommy's Daddy on all those horses in race seven because he really wanted to be on float our boat, but it's only second emergency. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> understandable. He's, the, been uh, waiting, he's been waiting for it. Such the, a good setup as well. McCormick and Embry Ilk. <laughs> he's yeah. been waiting for it. When it comes to E2, he's just dirty on the world now. That's understandable. Late, Terry? Um, plays with five. I'm like three times the price. I think it's still favourite or close to it, so that'll do me. I'm going place for place as well. I agree with Tommy. We're on a place. I'm like Chris Parham. I'm going for four straight with my This lays. is incredible. Good, I'm hoping it? this is something I like. Super special. Yeah, I, yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> I'm going to go there. I think this, the Simon A two-year-old is a bit short. A bit green. Gate um, nine. I think geez. West Stars are like. Jesus, far out. Right. I'm definitely staying out of that race now then. Get it. Get it while you can, punters. So mm-hmm. race two, West Star. Currently 340. It's too short. Uh, all right, that brings our episode 174 to a close. Certainly does. Um, thank you, Tommy, for sharing your valuable time. I'm sure, you had plenty on today, so we really appreciate you coming in. I'd and uh, and Henry would be gutted. Had to cancel golf on him. Oh, did you? He's not. I'm not sure he'll recover. What type of golf is Tarka? What type of Tarka. golf is Tarka? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, he's much like myself. No, oh, ordinary. Goes all right. If you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure, Tommy. Uh, yes, very good, appreciate Tommy. you coming on, mate. It was a good dive. I really like your uh, – I think you're going to be rewarded in race three for, for real intent vision <laughs> viewing there. So, really, really happy with the King Cartel finds. Um, BJ, a pleasure as always. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Um, Merry Christmas as well to all of our listeners and, and have a happy new year. Well, we'll talk again before the new year. We won't talk. Face to face, unless I see you face to face. Yeah, um, I take it you're not buying your presents. We have, uh, <laughs> mate, honestly, at least I could find something for you to buy. I'll get you a tab voucher, and you'd be happy as Larry, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, dabble voucher. Uh, but watch, um, watch this space. Yeah, but I, um, yeah, happy Christmas. Enjoy yourselves. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not good at this. Chris Parnham, Jay Rooney, give Jay a send off too. Yeah. Is that- no, 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 no. Yeah, he got wallet, didn't he? Oh, we're going to be positive. Yeah. Three wallets. <laughs> he, he got absolutely fed, didn't he? Very <laughs> me. <laughs> Tobias is going to be up there trying to push him off Mount Rushmore, I reckon. Yeah. So, hang on. There's, it's, yeah, I reckon Chris Palmer goes in a clear favour versus Tobias next week too. Yeah, in form. Yeah. Not man, many people would go man in favour. in form. Yep. 100%. Absolutely fine. Is there yeah. laws about having to live, into the, live in the country to stay on Mount Rushmore? Ah, uh, we'll look at the deep dive, actually. Yeah, yeah I might look at the, the, the bylaws. Yeah, the bylaws, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely might be a question. But uh, everyone enjoy their festive season. Thanks again to our wonderful producer, Jen, who goes through uh, far too much of this and, and only leaves in the best bits. <laughs> You'd love the, out- the outtakes, wouldn't you? They must be great. But uh, have a wonderful festive season. Yeah, happy holidays, and, everyone. Um, we'll have a chat again on Perth Cup Day. And until next time on the one one.